This is Gene Lance on the Worker's Beat Extra. I've asked my friend Kenneth Williams, the president of the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, to come in because Juneteenth is coming up. And not everybody knows what's Juneteenth. It's not really a national holiday. It's a Texas holiday. So Kenneth Williams, you're going you're gonna to talk about Juneteenth on Juneteenth, but could you give us a little preview? Okay. Well, Juneteenth is a, a, a momentous holiday. And although it's a holiday that comes from Texas, I think it's something that means something really for the whole country and eventually may become a national holiday. It's, of course, a day in Texas that they commemorate the end of, of slavery. It's actually when the slaves in Texas found out about the end of slavery. But it's, it, it's a milestone, and it's something we should all look at and, and try to consider about where we've come as a country. This Juneteenth, what we're facing is a, a kind of repeat of something else we've seen in the history of African-Americans. And that's his disenfranchisement. Uh, after African-Americans were given the right to vote under the 15th Amendment in 1870, there was, there was a period when, when Black people got to vote for the first time, hold elective office for the first time. There were Black senators and Congress people. Blacks, blacks had a, a majority in the South Carolina legislature. Can you, can you, can you, can you imagine that? And so there was a period where African-Americans were beginning to exercise political rights. There was a backlash against this in which after the, the, the protection for Black people were taken away after the 1876 election, voter suppression was implemented. So people were, had their rights to vote taken away through uh, poll taxes, literacy tests, the Ku Klux Klan terror. And now what we're now facing is a second backlash against Black voting. And, and once again, and it's being driven by some of the same political forces. They have a different political party now, but it's the same political idea. And they are coming up with ways to put obstacles to people voting. They are, they are for example, here in Texas, they're going to make it a felony to, to give somebody an application to vote by mail. Imagine that. Why would you do that? You're, you're also going to have laws where they're going to basically force the purging of voter rolls, which is one of the most powerful ways they have of keeping people from voting. They're going to be kicking tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people off the voting rolls in Texas under that. And in addition, the most dangerous part of this, this new law they're trying to put out is they're going to give themselves an easy path for overturning elections. So even if Democrats manage to win somehow, they're going to create, they have, they have legal provisions in there will, will make it extremely easy to overturn an election. It will be, uh, uh, they're going to use the standard of, of protection for, for, for elections that they use for, say, a fender bender. You know, if you have a fender bender, however difficult it is to prove that the other guy, it's the other guy's fault that the fender bender occurred, well, that will be the standard for whether or not an election was valid. If these poll watchers, poll watchers are going to be people who are going to go into these polling locations basically to intimidate voters. And, you know, it doesn't say this in the law, but we kind of know, we can read between the lines. It's going to be conservative Republican partisans 
who are going to go into minority neighborhoods to poll watch. And they're going to be in there basically trying to get in people's face as folks are trying to vote. And if these poll watchers come back and say they think something funny happened, that can be the basis of a lawsuit to overturn an election in the event that uh, they don't like the results. And, and, and they don't have to prove anybody actually committed voter fraud. They just have to have somebody sign something saying they think it was voter fraud. So this is something that's extremely uh, dangerous and we're going to have to uh, really, we got this, this is like a, a five alarm fire and people need to understand that the right to vote is under threat right now. What, what kinds of things are we going to do about it? Do you well, know what's underway? Well, some of the things that the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is planning to do is planning a, a virtual rally on, on June 24th. In addition, in the local area, we're trying to organize a, uh, a demonstration against some of the Republican legislators who, who have supported this type of legislation. My own representative, Angie Chen Button, I'm organizing an action to have folks demonstrate in front of her office in Richardson. And we're going to try to do that on June 24th. And uh, this is some of the things we need to do, but we also need to have everybody write their representatives, call Governor Abbott. We, we need to get as many people involved as possible to let them know that this is not going to be acceptable. I was on a district meeting for the labor movement today, and they said that they want us to hit the, the Capitol. They want to pack as many people into the Capitol as they can get when this special session is called, because the anti-voter bill did not pass yet. The Democrats were able to stop it. Some of the Democrats were able to stop it by a maneuver, and they're supposed to call another special session, which... I think might be in July. And when they do, the progressive people are going to try to pack the Capitol, try to get everybody we know to go to Austin and go into those offices and try to get those guys to do the right thing. So that's another point that's being made. But I admire uh, your idea, which was to remind everybody on Juneteenth what we had, what, what it take to win it, what we lost and what it's going to take to win it back. Now I've been down to Galveston where the, uh, where General Granger landed. There's a historical marker there. And General Granger read a proclamation that was the first that Texas slaves had heard about emancipation. They had been legally emancipated for two years, but they didn't know it. And so when they found out there were celebrations all over Texas and those celebrations continued, especially in some places more than other places. The most important one here in, in our part of Texas was at Comanche Peak and they used to have a really big celebration there, but that's kind of died down since about 1990 when the police arrested I think it was three young teenagers who had just graduated high school, handcuffed them and took them in a boat across the lake. The boat sank. All the police 
swam away and the boys all drowned. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so ever since then, the Comanche Peak celebration has not been as strong as it used to be. So the, the fight is on to try to win what General Granger brought us at the end of the Civil War, which is that African-American people are allowed to vote. Is that right? Yeah, the, if you think about it, the, the Africa, after the Reconstruction period, you take all of, take, take the entire American history, right? And so we had a period where African-Americans were allowed to vote and protected and the right to vote from about 1870 to maybe 1877. And then there's been a period from 1965 when they passed the Voting Rights Act until John Roberts gutted the Voting Rights Act in 2013. That was only 48 years, right? So you put it all, all together, it's been maybe, you know, you have maybe like a total of 55 years in the history of the United States where African-Americans have really been allowed to participate as voters without being uh, obstructed in various ways. That's, that's a really short period of time. And so the, the, the things we're talking about from the bad old days, they're, they're, they're kind of with us right now, but there's the potential that things can get a whole lot worse. And one of the things I want people to understand is, yes, African-Americans' right to vote is, is under threat because of uh, the attacks that we're seeing right now. But everyone else needs to understand that there's not a path for any other progressive politics if, if, you, if they stop a significant percentage of the African-American population from voting. So if you want protection, you want to do something about climate change, you want to protect a woman's right to choose, you, you want to have a labor, the labor movement to get the right to- The fight is on. I'm talking to Kenneth Williams, president of the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. This is Gene Lance, the Workers Beat Extra. Uh,